Hour three on a Friday. Tim Murray, Dan Leash. <laughs> Drop the leash. Now it's in Get my out head. of my blanking face. Dan Leach song. at Dan Leach 971 on Twitter. The pride of Detroit, Michigan. He'll be hanging out on uh, the network the cu- next couple of nights as well. Uh, Josh Towers tomorrow and then uh, Solo on Sunday. Uh, we got a lot to get to this hour. We'll talk a little Preakness. There's a FCS championship. We're on opposite sides, by the way. Yeah, we've we've been differing today. You know, we were, we I like were, it. We were too simpatico these first couple of days. So we've got the Jackrabbits uh, and the Bearcats with the K, Sam Houston State and South Dakota State. Uh, they will go head-to-head. We'll talk about that later on in the hour. Chris Andrews is going to join us here in just a moment. But let's get you updated on the games that are happening on the NBA card. And how about this? The New Orleans Pelicans, who have been trailing the entirety of the night and went off as uh, here at Circa at a pick, they are now up. 120 to 119. Actually, Golden State just took the lead. 121, 120. No Draymond, no Steph Curry. No, nobody. And this game meant nothing to Golden State because Sunday's all that matters for the eight or the nine seed uh, in uh, in the play-in tournament uh, for for the Western Conference. Memphis did win tonight, 107 to 106. Didn't cover though. Uh, as Sacramento covered the three. Uh, but this one coming down to the wire, Golden State up by one. And this was the one game, I, I mean, the, the card today in all sports wasn't great. And I had an anti-Detroit parlay. I had the Nuggets, and I had the Cubs. And I, I you know, you, you said it right away in the car right over. I took the, the Clips money line. Bad idea, because the Rockets had to break that seven-game losing streak. The one other game I considered was the Warriors. My, the, the Pels actually, I think they closed even minus one in some spots. Yep. And I thought, okay, you know what? It's it's a stupid game because no one's playing, and including for the Pels as well. But the Warriors, they'll just win at home. It'll be a fun little, you know, seven, eight-point win. And I didn't – I mean, I, I wasn't going to do it. That was the one other game. So I really am cheering for uh, New Orleans right now. Uh, Golden State was up 75-57 at the half. And yep. uh, right now Golden State does have that one-point lead. Uh, if you played it here – uh, last second on Golden State at Circa. Could be a winner if that comes home, uh, but they were one and a half in some spots. Uh, once again, with Steph Curry, Draymond Green were ruled out. Uh, that line plummeted. The all-time beat, and we'll, we'll revisit it in Treats and Beats. Oklahoma City concluded the all-timer. The season win total hits under for OKC, under 20 Two and a half wins. They were 20 and 27 on March 31st. They lose tonight. Don't even get you the cover against Utah. Gross. As they went off as a 15 and a half point underdog, and they lose by 16. Utah wins 109 to 93. Uh, the Los Angeles Clippers get the win, uh, lose to the Houston Rockets 122 to 115. The Philadelphia 76ers. Officially lock up the one seed in the Eastern Conference playoffs. 122-97 win over Orlando. Uh, the Washington Wizards, after a horrendous start to the season, they are going to be playing postseason basketball. They will be in that play-in. They are the 10 seed as they beat the Cleveland Cavaliers and cover tonight. That was a play. It was a lot of points, Dan. And that was the first game you know, off tonight, 4-10 Pacific, uh, 7-10 Eastern. Washington was laying 9.5 at home but they had something to play for. Right. That, and you love that late in the season. I know. I, I love betting games that, like that, that. That was a game, and a buddy of mine uh, who really follows the NBA lives in the D.C. area. He was on the Wizards. I should have played the Wizards. That, we, that should, was, we had, a, we had the, the first show we did. We wanted the, the Wizards plus six and a half. I'm forgetting who they played right now. And they covered. They lost. Hawks. Yeah, the Hawks. They were, they were up late. Yeah, they, we took it. I took it. 
I thought we didn't take that. I didn't. I took. I took. I thought the, we slept on that one. Either way, I liked it. it. Didn't take it. Uh, by the way, Russell Westbrook, uh, breaking news, had a triple double. 21 points, 17 assists. So he's adding to the record. 12 rebounds. Yeah, that's 183. Uh, he did not get a triple-double earlier this week in the loss to Atlanta, but the Wizards do get it, and they will be the eight seed. Uh, sorry, the 10 seed in that play-in tournament there for uh, for the Eastern Conference. Looks like uh, Pacers and Hornets. Uh, Pacers do have to play the Lakers tomorrow, so could be a Wizards-Pacers situation. Wizards would have an outside chance to host that game if the Pacers... Uh, end up tie with the Wizards. Wizards own the tiebreaker. We'll talk to Chris Andrews behind the counter at South Point. Just a second here on the Nightcap. We keep it rolling on a Friday evening live from the Circus Sportsbook. It is the Nightcap. That is Dan Leach. I just now I'm on just in my head. I'm in my head. I've been saying it correct all week long, and I never said, a problem. And now, and now you I'm said a, it with authority. There, you said it with authority. So I think you've earned your you've earned it back. Dan Leach at Dan Leach nine seven one on Twitter at one Tim Murray and at Andrew Sports is where you can find our next guest. He is the sports book director at the South Point. So much I want to get to, Chris, but I, I can't help myself. I got to get into it right now. I saw a tweet circulating earlier this week about. Game of the year college football lines. Uh, what do we, what do we, you're, you're, I'm tantalized. When when are we uh, when are we having some games hit the boards for college football? Can you wait one week? That's all I'm asking. Mm, you I don't think so. One week. That's a long time. Can you can you give I us mean, any can you give us any teasers any teasers <laughs> of the games that you've you keyed in on there? Uh, well, there's going to be uh, listen. Games of the year, obviously a lot of SEC games. You know, we'll have Bama a whole bunch of times. Uh, I'm not sure who else we're going to have, but you know, Bama for sure. I'm sure LSU will hit the board a couple times. Florida, and uh, we may even scrape the bottom of the barrel a little bit and have Tennessee on or something. But a lot of Pac-12 games, uh, a lot of Pac-12 games, a lot of Big Ten games, ACC. You know, we'll have a you know, ACC is a decent league, but I mean the the top is they're just so top heavy with Clemson, but I think Carolina is going to be real good yeah, too. Uh, so we'll have, you know, they're going to be on. Uh, the other thing is I'm going to have a lot of Notre Dame at BYU games in because I'm doing season win totals this year with conference games only. And I really couldn't mm. figure out a way to do conference games with those two teams. Mm-hmm. So they're going to be a lot of games there. And by the way, BYU has a really good schedule. Notre Dame always does, but this year BYU is going to be really good. So they'll be on the board quite a bit too. But other than that, you know, I mean, just uh, think of who your favorite teams are. But I'm going to have somebody from every conference uh, somewhere on the board, I can tell you that. Yeah, I really need a, I want a Week 12 Louisiana Liberty line. And that's going to be a huge one. Who <laughs> Group of five game of the year, Chris. Come yeah. on. I will say, all joking no aside. Laugh. That's actually a really good game. Yep. That's well, a good game. And Chris, <laughs> I'll say this. There's a really good chance as, you know, it's Friday. It's midnight back east. We can get into the weeds. On <laughs> Let's do it. There's a chance, Chris. I, I, can I give you a suggestion? Can we get Liberty Ole Miss? There's a chance the Hugh Freeze return yes. that Liberty's undefeated. Defeated going yeah, into that game out. in early November. Wow, that you know, listen, I love drama, you know, and that that is a little bit of drama. I think Liberty Liberty's come along pretty quick. Yep, you know, five years ago, I don't even know if they had a team. You know, they've come along pretty quick. Uh, Hugh Freeze, 
against Lane Kiffin. Yeah. That could be a little interesting, huh? Yeah, well, I'll think about that. Malik, I'll take your suggestion on it. I'm not Willis? promising anything, but I'll take a look at yeah, it. Yeah, I'm telling you, that game, I, I haven't yeah. looked at the schedule. I, me and a buddy of mine, we'd always, we, we were such college football nerds. We would we would predict college game day uh, <laughs> that's a and, fun where, game and where play. they would go. And, and I'm telling you right now, I haven't <laughs> looked at the other games, but there's, you know how game day always tries to get unique. Uh, they, they, it's in Oxford. They've sure. been there before, but I, I wouldn't be surprised. And 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 Liberty has a quarterback, Chris, that that could outside chance that could be a top five pick. He's you know one of those rising Malik names Willis? like like Trey Trey Lance last year. Yeah. So yeah, the only thing is when they go to Liberty, there's not going to be great parties on campus. No, there's not. This one's the yeah. whole thing. Yeah. This, you yeah. think game they could be there the, the Louisiana Liberty game week twelve? There's not much else going on that week. All right, so uh, I'm excited. So in about a week. We're going to get rolling. Uh, I can't wait. It's always one yeah. of my favorite days. Uh, I've never been out in Vegas when Ooh. the, when the uh, game of the year lines. So uh, I know Chris is working hard on that. Um, you know, Chris, uh, ha- you guys went to, uh, went to post like everyone else with week one lines uh, for the NFL. So uh, have you seen uh, – how does it normally play out? I know this year we're getting back to a sense of normalcy compared to last year. So was the action – uh, higher at all than than what you anticipated on some of these week one lines when you went to post? No, as a matter of fact, we've gotten almost nothing at all. I, think I, had one. <laughs> I got one bet for a dime. I mean, that's it, really. Wow. And, uh, I, you know, usually we get a lot more. Now, listen, there's a lot of ambiguity, I guess you could say, in the market. We First of all, we don't know what the heck's going to happen uh, in Green Bay. But, you know, yeah, a lot of these guys, Listen, last year was just weird. Now you got some quarterbacks, you know, like Drew Brees is gone. Uh, you know, the Steelers, you know, I mean, Ben's back, but what else have we got going over there? Uh, and I think the numbers actually are really good, but, you know, nobody was really, at least we weren't, we weren't the exact first. You know, I wanted to get through the draft, and some guys had some numbers up first, but I always wait for the draft every year. Some, so some guys did beat me to the punch here. I don't think anybody beat me to the punch. Uh, for season win totals, although I think yeah. stations might have beat me. But otherwise, you know, and we put up our own line. So we, we've gotten some play there. A lot more play on season win totals than we did on the first week, way more. So yeah. we've, we've already had a few limit bets in season win totals. Yeah, and, and yeah, I, I don't know who was first. I, I know that stations has been up uh, and you guys are up. And I'm looking at, you know, you tweeted out your season win totals. Um, yeah, what, have, what, what, what are some of the movers that you've had uh, when it comes to season win totals? Well, we got a couple of, like nickel and three dollar mm-hmm. bets, but we had a couple of uh, line movers today. They bet uh, the Vikings over over nine and a half, and they took some big plus money. I want to say maybe plus thirty, something like that. Uh, then they bet the Bears over. I think I had them seven flat or seven over fifteen, something like that. Uh, and then Arizona over. Now the two the two that they bet out of the NFC North, I really think their strategy was well. You know, listen if. If nothing happens, I got a square bet. Mm-hmm. But if Rodgers winds up moving on, those two Green Bay games for each of those teams all of a sudden become much, much easier. And that's, you know, I can see their strategy for that. But, you know, I don't think they were stealing anything as far as the line. I really, I tried to do as much homework as I could as far as like scheduling and not just who they play, but when they play and how are they they're coming off breaks and all that sort of thing. There's just, a lot of moving parts to it. So I think they got to, you know, listen, if Rodgers moves on, they probably got a decent bet. 
But if he doesn't, uh, you know, then they got a square bet. So we'll see what happens. Chris, I think it's, you know, and you mentioned not a lot of action on the week one lines yet, but I think it's fascinating. I mean, you know, the, the passing, rushing, receiving props on rookies. You mentioned the uh, win total stuff, all the different things that you guys, you know, throw out there right away. When when do you start, like, seeing bigger action on some of those things? Is there something that you mentioned, you know, when the draft, after the draft, things start changing on on futures and that kind of stuff. I, I just think it's fascinating to, to know when certain things really start picking up steam, obviously we're talking way before the season starts. Is there any period of time where you start getting hit on on certain types of things, you know, props, receiving, rushing, coach of the, all that kind of stuff? Well, probably when they go to camp. Now, last year, and actually we did really good on this. I put up, uh, I want to say, had about 15 quarterback uh, matchups. You know, I know I used Rodgers against Brady. Uh, for touchdown passes. Mm. I had running back props with yardage. I had receiving props uh, with number of receptions, too. And I did a lot of matchups. I also had, like, an index up there for um, for all the rookies. I picked about 10 rookie running backs, 10 ro- rookie receivers. And, um, you know, we had, like I said, just an index that we put up. That, that got a lot of action. We did really well on that. Uh, so I'm going to probably do the same this year. Uh, but all that kind of stuff will really pick up once they get into camp and we start getting a little more news as to what's going on and where some of these guys are going to be placed as far as, you know, on depth charts and that sort of thing. Talking to Chris Andrews at Andrews Sports on Twitter, Sportsbook, Sportsbook Director uh, at the South Point. Uh, you guys also put up division odds. Um, you know, other spots in town have yeah. division odds as well. Uh, what What have you seen action-wise there, too? Because I know there's... Uh, you know, certainly we, we, I've talked about the Dolphins uh, a little bit. You guys opened them at plus 360. Um, I, I know some people might be uh, fading your Pittsburgh Steelers. So what action have you seen so far when it comes to the yeah. division odds? Well, right now, we listen, all across the board, we've had a lot of Cleveland money, mm-hmm. uh, for whether it's Super Bowl, whether it's conference, whether it's division. Uh, nothing yet on season win totals, but I wouldn't be surprised if we get something there. Uh, we've had some action. You know, you mentioned the Dolphins. They're, they're kind of a hot pick, but a little more uh, maybe under the radar a bit. I hate to say that, but Bill Belichick and the Patriots, mm-hmm. they're getting some action. Of course, everybody thinks the Bills are, I don't want to say a lock, but they're certainly odds on to win that division. But, you know, the Bills, I mean, they, everything kind of fell perfect for them last year. And that, that often doesn't happen two years in a row. Same with Tampa Bay. Although Tampa, I don't think, is in nearly as tough a division. Uh, although I think I said on one of the shows, maybe been yours. Uh, you know, I think I think New Orleans might be a little better than people think mm. uh, because I think uh, I think Peyton could get a lot out of the. You know, I think it's going to be Jameis Winston the starter, and I think Peyton will do a really good job with him. So I think they do have some challenge there. Like I said, the the, the Buccaneers, first of all, they're really good. They signed everybody, but they got awful lucky last year. But I will say one thing: they also have a pretty easy schedule this year too. So they are going to be tough to beat, but. Uh, you know, we'll see. So I, I think New Orleans might be worth a shot if you can get a good price there. Chris, as Tim has learned this week, I'm a, a horseman. I love the ponies. And uh, we got the 146 running <laughs> of the Preakness tomorrow. I, I got a couple things for you. First, you know, I, I know betters don't necessarily care about you know, the Baffert's cheating. I mean, obviously the ones that, that didn't win any money uh, are upset. And I know there's something we're suing them that came out today. Uh, if you're going to ban from horse racing forever, but with what happened, you know, a couple of years ago, with maximum security in the Derby, what happened now with Medina spirit in the Derby 
and, and all the stuff around that. How does that affect what's going on with the way you're booking stuff? I mean, horse race, horse bettors are going to bet regardless, but is there any kind of interesting angle on that that you've seen change since that happened a couple weeks ago or last week? Well, what I really think is just your your average better. Now, not me, and I don't know you guys all that well, but I mean me. I mean I'm going to bet. You know, I don't, you know, all my friends. We're all going to be in action tomorrow. But I, you know, some of those guys are only betting. Maybe they bet the Triple Crown races and then the Breeders' Cup every year. Right. I think some of those people may sit out, and I think that we're going to see that. Uh, you know, the only thing I personally said about Baffert is, <laughs> I wish I knew this horse was good enough that he was cheating with, because I thought he's been cheating for a long time. Don't we all? Yeah, you know? <laughs> but I didn't put him in. <laughs> I know, but I didn't put him in anything. But I wish I had had that foresight. I just didn't think the horse was good enough whether he was cheating with him or not. Uh, but I, I think uh, I think the handle will be down a little bit tomorrow. Um, it's not a great field. I don't think Medina Spirit can repeat. I like Baffert's other horse, actually. Uh, Concertorp. Uh, uh, Con- What's his name? Concertorp. Concertorp, yeah. I'd, I'd like that horse. Yeah, that's, that's what I think is going to win. Although I'm going to have a win bet on Rombauer, too, because I think this is, this that's is a way Chris, to that's my, you're, with this horse. You're a man after my own heart. Like that's my too, guy. Huh? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think, I think this horse, I think he'll be well-placed, and I think he's got a big, big shot. Now, hopefully the uh, – Tote board won't hurt us too much, and so don't spread the word on that horse. I'd like to get as good a price as we can. But gun to my head, I'd probably take Concert Tour. Are you are you seeing anything? And by the way, I, I'm all about Midnight Bourbon to win, but I, I have Rombauer and everything, and I'm gonna I'm gonna box uh, Bur- yeah. Midnight Bourbon the five and the, yeah. and the six. Are you seeing any kind of interesting stuff on the long shots on on Ram and on France Godina? And uh, on, are you seeing anything with you know the the as you mentioned, it is a weak field. It's only a ten horse field. And, you know, in front of honors, 20, uh, almost 21 to 1, 26 to 1 on France going in. Any, any interesting stuff you've seen on them? I heard some guys talking about that, that France going in. You know, the, uh, the Japanese racing, probably in the last 30 years, has really come on. I don't know if you guys follow the breeding all that much, but Sunday Silence got bought by Japanese uh, interests, and he won the Derby in 89. Uh, and, whoops, sorry. I'm out right now. Uh, but what, ever since Japan got a hold of him, he's been like a foundation sire. And really, uh, that racing has come a long, long way in Japan, largely due to Sunday Silence. Now, this horse has no Sunday Silence blood in him at all. But Japanese racing is pretty good. He's won a couple races over there. The word that I've heard is they're going to try to take him right to the front. He's got Joel Rosario, one of the great jockeys. I can't see Rosario out there just for the hell of it. Maybe he is. Who knows? But I think uh, that's going to get a little bit of interest, mostly because it's unknown. Right. People figure, why not? I'll take a shot with a price in, uh, and, you know, in a field that's fairly weak. And not all that much speed in this race either. All right, Chris. So who do you got? Who, who are some of You mentioned Rumbauer. You like uh, the six horse. Uh, you do like Concert Tour, the 10. Uh, he is, uh, I think he's five to two. So, uh, what do you got? Uh, exacta trifecta. What are you, what are you boxing up this, uh, for Saturday? Well, I'm going to key those two on top in my exactas and, and I'll throw somebody else in. I'm, I'm kind of looking at the tote board a little bit. Might be midnight bourbon that I put in the three. I'm going to, I'm going to try to, uh, beat, um, uh, Medina spirit. Uh, I don't think that that horse was all that good. I agree, uh, and I think that he'll get heavily backed. So I'm gonna I'm gonna throw him out, but I mean I'll use him underneath in the trifectas. 
But, you know, the, the Rombauer and Concert Tour, I'm definitely going to have in the exact. I'll throw one more in for Box. And then when I go for my trifectas, I'll have those two on top. I'll have a few in the, in the two hole. I'm not sure exactly who it's going to be. But then I'll probably use a wheel uh, in the three hole and hoping one of those long shots stumbles in third and uh, gives me a good, a good price. I will say this, though. For casual bettors that are out there, there is so much money ordinarily in these triple crown pools. They win, place, and show. And I, really, every, everywhere on the board, you can get a pretty good return for your dollars. So, uh, you know, don't be shy. Don't let the tote board beat you. Try to find the winner. If you're lucky enough to win, you're going to probably get a pretty good payout. You can follow Chris on Twitter, at Andrew Sports, and uh, I will book you as soon as those college football games come out. Oh, yeah. So you better believe you're coming on you with us. It. Uh, always appreciate it. I know you're okay, out and about, so in, it, we appreciate it. Great stuff. <laughs> there he is, Chris Andrews, at Andrew Sports, Sportsbook Director at the South Point. I mean, I feel like people have been jabbing at you about your guy, Rombauer, and then Chris comes home, and now you're feeling, look, you know, it's our it's our final show together. I've been calling you the wrong name like 50% <laughs> of the time. And now and now we get Chris Andrews, who's siding with you. Listen, it's all it's all coming together. <laughs> Tim, uh, Tim Murney. <laughs> We'll get some treats and beats on the other side and stick around for the Preakness plays from this man right here. It is the nightcap on VEASAN. We keep it rolling here on the nightcap as uh, it's time for some treats and beats. And you are, you're jotting down, Dan. Yeah, I got, I'm just finishing my super ticket. I don't want it to be too expensive for the peeps out there. I just, I feel really good about it. We got that coming up. I know I feel great about my exact to try and my win bets. Uh, I want to, I want to give people some cash tomorrow. Dan, and myself, most importantly. At Dan Leach 971 on Twitter is where you can find him. Uh, I want to get to uh, the ultimate beat here in just a moment regarding the Oklahoma City Thunder. But I thought you were going to say Clippers money line. Thanks. Uh, this is, well, speaking of the Clippers, so they lose tonight to the Houston Rockets, as you're well aware. Yep, thanks a lot. Um, they are now the four seed in the Western Conference playoffs. The Denver Nuggets are the three seed. Yep. So stick with me here. Denver plays Portland the final game of the season. If Portland wins that game, they become the sixth seed. But the, the Nuggets might drop down to the four seed because they're both 47 and 24, the Clippers and the Nuggets, uh, after updating today. The Clippers close the season against Oklahoma City, so they're going to win that game, and then they'll get back to the three seed. I'm, I'm trying not to make this too convoluted. You don't think the Clippers might lose to that OKC team after they have the know. worst beat of all time? Yeah, Come on, that would I'm, be perfect. I'm not sure. So if you're Denver, right, you beat the Blazers, you're the three seed. Great. However, if you beat the Blazers, that means the door is now open for the defending world champs we go. to go to the six you seed. You and the Lakers. So if you're the Denver Nuggets... Come Sunday, do you want to beat the Blazers to ensure that you get the three seed, but you might ultimately play the Los Angeles Lakers, who finish out the season playing the Pacers and playing the New Orleans Pelicans? They could lose to the Pacers. They could. Pelicans, no, because no. And right now, Basketball Reference has... Uh, the seeding odds, and, and the Lakers are a 15% chance for the six or a 45% chance for the seven. But we've talked about the Lakers all week, and this is something that I, I want to stress again. We, if LeBron is healthy and that team, you know, it's, it's tough to flip the switch sometimes. This is a, a shorter season than normal. 
you know, they're the defending champs. It's not like there's this, you know, not there's always pressure. But the Lakers could end up, it doesn't matter what seed they are. But I'm definitely, I've been fading them all year. I don't think that it matters what, if they're the seven, if they're the, I mean, if they're the six. I just don't think the Lakers, even with LeBron, as great as he is, I just don't think they have it. I look at teams like Utah, and we've talked about the Nuggets, and we I mean, the Suns. I know it's their first time in the playoffs in, in ten years. I just think the Lakers are going to have such a tough chance, a tough time working their traversing their way through this Western Conference, you know, field. I just I'm not buying it. I don't care what seed they are. I don't think it matters. I don't think they're good enough. And I'm just if you're the Denver Nuggets, right? You're 47 to 24. They beat the Pistons tonight. Now they're the three seed. They own the head-to-head tiebreak over the Clippers. They're playing Portland on Sunday night. Portland is going to go all out because they want to avoid the play-in game. Of course. Uh, assuming that the Pacers, uh, that the Lakers beat the Pacers tomorrow. Now, if the, the, the Lakers lose to the Pacers tomorrow, this is moot. Blazers clinch the sixth seed. The Pacers have anything to play for. The Pacers have something to play for, right? Could, uh, yes, seeding-wise. Yeah, they, they, can get, they could get up to they the, get to they the could get to the eight seed. Yeah, so I think that the Pacers are going to win that game. Um, Maybe. We'll see. Uh, but not, not a strong play, but uh, if if the Lakers win on Saturday, I just think it's a, it's an interesting predicament. If you're Denver, do you rest your guys? Say, okay, probably going to lose this game because Portland's going to want that six. Right. We then drop to the four. We get the Mavericks and then the Jazz in the second round. Or do we say let's go for the three seed? You beat the Blazers, but then the oper- the, the 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 chance of playing a healthy Lakers team is now. There. You know what I think, and it's it's fascinating. I think if you're the Nuggets, and I don't, you know, it depends on obviously. I think you'd rather be the four seed, but I think that you don't want to get that in your players' heads. I think Malone, I think Malone wants to let you know we want to be this seed. Well, I think they just want to get ready for the playoffs. It's not like they're fighting for not playing, playing. I think you don't want to get too I mean, bogged perf- down in perfect that. Perfect case scenario is this: the Lakers lose to the Pacers, right. and then Denver can rest their guy. Right. Oh, well, actually, no, because then Denver could still drop to the three, so Blazers wouldn't matter. I'm, I've gone. You, yeah, I don't know how you keep. I mean, like I'm good with this kind of stuff. I'm not even close to as good. You, it's you, probably like, wasn't even, This wasn't even an entertaining segment. I, I think was, it was just great. talking about stuff. I'm uh, cross-eyed. By the way, the Oklahoma City Thunder. Uh, just to to reiterate what we talked about earlier in the show, JBT's been all over this for for weeks and weeks and weeks, and had that great article on the website on Veasan.com about it. The Oklahoma City Thunder came home to roost on the season win total under. It was twenty two and a half. They were 20 and 27 on March 31st after a win. They have gone 1 and 23 since. All time, all time bad beat. The under on season win total for the Thunder comes home tonight after they lose to the Jazz by 16. Dan's got some freakness plays for you. Coming up next, it's the nightcap on Visa. This is Dan Leach or. Dan Leach, that's what the cool kids are calling him. At Dan yes. Leach 971 on Twitter. At one Tim Murray is where you can find me. We're live from the Circus Sportsbook on a Friday evening. We got the 146th running of the Preakness Stakes. Pamblico, baby. On Saturday afternoon. It's in your neck of the woods. Yeah, sort of. Uh, grew up in the D.C. area. I lived in Baltimore for a couple of years. Never went to the Preakness. I was going to say, you ever go to Pamblico in general? Nope. Never Either have I. I uh, went to Laurel. That's a different horse uh, track there in uh, in the D.C. Yeah, area. Lost a lot of money betting that track. Been been there once, um, but never went to Pimlico. Got offered many times to go into the uh, the infield. I'm good. Pass. <laughs> you you don't want to go and have to go, you know, maybe a couple drinks, maybe 15 drinks. Running of the urinals. <laughs> Check those out. 
Just you, bring one of those wizard YouTube, YouTube that, the running of the urinals. Just do yourself a favor if you're looking for a late-night laugh. But the floor is yours, senor. We have been talking Preakness uh, periodically. We had Kenny Rice on yesterday. Uh, Banksy came in, gave his thoughts. We just talked to Chrissy Andrews. Uh, so who do you think is the – who is your – Outright winner. Who is who is that guy who's going? Who do you think wins this race? And then we'll get into the exact as sure. stuff. Well, I'm still hoping. You know, I think Midnight Bourbon is being undervalued, but there, as you mentioned, the Paramutuals. You know, leading the way in the Paramutuals. The Steve Asmussen trained uh, Irad Ortiz Jr., who I believe is the best jockey in the world right now, uh, who's going to be on him tomorrow. And he had a great trip in the Derby just well, to get it done. I I'm hoping that it, it sticks around five or so to one. The way that it's trending, it probably doesn't. But it, to me, I'm definitely fading Medina Spirit. Not just because his trainer's a cheater, but I don't think he ran. I mean, no one went after him in the Derby. And we know, obviously, he was juiced. So I don't think he ran that great of a race anyway. And before that, he, he did not. That's why he was 12-1 to 1 in, in the Derby a couple weeks ago. So I'm fading him. I think the concert tour, Bob Everett's other horse, is a deserving kind of second favorite, if you will. But I'm, I'm fading him as well because I think Midnight Bourbon is going to have a clean ride. I, this field doesn't have a ton of speed. Midnight Bourbon can get it done. So that's my outright winner, and I'm hoping it's around 5-1, to one, not too much less. All right, let me give you a couple matchups real quick Ooh, uh, with, uh, with your favorite in Midnight Bourbon. Here at Circa, we've seen some movement today, too, on these uh, on these. Uh, uh, on these uh, matchups in favor of Midnight Bourbon. Obviously. So Midnight Bourbon opened, as you see on that uh, handy-dandy graphic there, well done by our graphics crew, as always. Uh, but Midnight Bourbon, plus 135 against Medina Spirit. He's now plus 115 against Medina Spirit. So head-to-head matchup, do you like Midnight Bourbon plus 115? I mean, I like it no matter what he's plus, because I think he's going to beat Medina Spirit. But, I mean, that's you lose 20 cents there in value, I still would take it. Yeah. I still would any positive money in that matchup. I think Medina Spirit is overrated. I mean, yeah, you got to give respect to the guy, the uh, horse that won the Derby, but we we know that it wasn't really legitimate. So even though you've lost some value there, and that's why I'm kind of concerned about losing that five to one as far as uh, you know the outright for tomorrow. But yeah, I definitely still would take any any plus one hundred or more absolutely on Midnight Bourbon. And then in that Midnight matchup. Bourbon was plus one fifteen against Concert Tour. He is now minus 105. Concert Tour is a slight minus 115 favorite. Real big movement in the last yeah. several hours. 20 that, cent movement on both Midnight Bourbon's matchups. I, I don't, I mean, I, I still, I like Midnight Bourbon in that matchup as well, but I, I, if I'm going to do one of the two, I'm taking the better value. I think Medina Spirit might not finish, hit the board. That's 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 what I think. I mean, I, I've got him, we'll get to my exactts and tries and stuff in a second. I've got, you know, the horse just won the Derby in some of those spots, but I, I just don't think Midnight, Medina Spirit is going to be a, a, a factor in this one. So, yeah, I would still take Midnight Bourbon in both of those matchups, but if I was going to pick one or the other, I would take Bourbon with a little better value against Medina Spirit. All right. Uh, give us uh, your long guy, your long shot. You love some Rombauer. I love And another thing that Banksy took for me, my Rombauer pick, he was making fun of me yesterday. Oh, I like Rombauer. Uh, but no, Ron Bauer, Mike McCarthy, trained horse, ridden by Flavian Pratt, another one of the best jockeys in the world. 12 to 1, uh, you've seen a little movement, not much towards, you know, 11 and a half or so uh, from the morning line. I, I, I just, I love what, what this horse can do. You we mentioned it's not a field uh, with a ton of speed, and Ron Bauer has had it, has shown it in the, t- in, in the past. So as far as a 12 to 1 that you play with the exactas and the tries and the supers, you, you hit a, uh, you know, midnight bourbon, Ron Bauer, exacta, you're going to make a lot of money. Because we, we talked with Chris Andrews earlier, and he made a great point. 
And, and he, actually, something I wanted to piggyback on that he said, too, that I didn't get a chance to, he mentioned the win, place, and show with the pool totals because they're so huge on these triple crown days with all the novice bettors. I, I got to tell you, you can win more money on, on show bets sometimes for a favorite or a second favorite than you can on your win. I mean, say it was basically a win bet. So that's been a, a kind of an angle I've, I've used the last couple of years, especially with maximum security, who's, you know, got, we got screwed with that one. But I, I just think that'd be a huge exacta with all the money in the pool. You get a five to one on top of a 12 to one. So I'm boxing those two. Uh, and I, and I think Ron Bauer could win and you get Ron Bauer on top of midnight. So you're bourbon. boxing five and I'm six. I'm boxing five and six midnight bourbon and Ron Bauer. And if it goes either way, like the exacta and the Derby paid $503. Wow. So I think it's not going to be that big because it's a smaller field, less money, but it still could be a real nice uh, payout for you. So that's what I'm doing with the exacta. My try, I'm going outright with midnight bourbon. Uh, and then in second, I got Ron Bauer and concert tour. And in third, I've got Medina Spirit, Ron Bauer, Concert Tour. That's my try. And then how about a fun super? You want a fun super? Why not? I, you got I, a minute. I, yeah, I had trouble building this because I, I wanted to see what I wanted to do at the end. Midnight Bourbon, Ron Bauer in first. Concert Tour, Medina Spirit, Ron Bauer, uh, Midnight Bourbon in second. Concert Tour, Mid- Medina Spirit, Ron Bauer, Unbridled Honor in third. And then Ron Bauer. France go D in of the 20 to 1 Japanese uh, trained horse with Joel Rosario, was a great jockey on top. Concert tour, Ron Bauer, and Unbridled Honor in fourth. There's your fun super, won't cost you a ton, could pay you a ton. What time are, uh, what time are you on tomorrow? 3 to 6 Pacific, 6 to 9 Eastern. All right. I would just, just tune in, end of the first hour. Dan's going to be on the air, Josh Towers. This dude's going to have a lot of money riding on the Too much. on the Preakness. Too and much. You might get a really happy host in our number two. So we we will see. Uh, speaking of tomorrow and the weekend, all right, it's time to turn the page. We talked about the Preakness. Look at a national champion will be crowned. Talk about that. Stick around. The Nightcap on Visa. Indeed believes less is more. That's why they have powerful tools to help you source, screen, and hire quality people faster. Learn more at Indeed.com slash credit. Dan Leach, in my head. You did it! Did it! Woo! Last segment. All right! Uh, It's been fun. Dan Leach, been hanging out all all week, and he will be hanging out on VSIN all weekend as well. 3 to 6 Pacific, 6 to 9 Eastern on Saturday and Sunday tomorrow with Josh Towers, and then Sunday solo. Uh, So a lot to watch for you. Uh, You'll have um, potentially uh, those 6 o'clock games on Sunday, 6 o'clock Pacific, 9 o'clock Eastern games. Uh, You'll be looking at, uh, you'll be you know, getting people ready for Lakers and Blazers. They're not playing each other. Lakers will take on. Um, they are going up against. I'm blanking on who they will play. Uh, but the Portland Trailblazers get Denver uh, on Sunday. So a lot going on in uh, in the NBA world. And we'll get to the NBA here in just a moment. But there's a national championship tomorrow as we get South Dakota State, the Jackrabbits, and Sam Houston State, the Bearcats, Going head-to-head in Frisco, Texas tomorrow. South Dakota State and Sam Houston both were, uh, they were the one and two seed. South Dakota State the one seed. Uh, Sam Houston State the two seed. Sam Houston State, though, believe it or not, at home dog the last yeah. two weeks. They beat North Dakota State 24-20 to as a two-and-a-half point underdog in the quarterfinals. And then last week, they were a one-and-a-half point underdog to James Madison. I took James Madison at a pick. That was fun. 
Dukes were up 24-3 at half. I took a little nap, woke up to the nightmare that was 38-35 comeback for Sam Houston State. So now you got South Dakota State, uh, who has really looked terrific, and they pulverized Delaware last week. They were, uh, I think it was Illinois State in the, or Southern Illinois uh, in the quarterfinals. They were a little sluggish again. So uh, South Dakota State open four, now a four-and-a-half-point favorite. Some spots have them at five against Sam Houston State. I laid it with the Jackrabbits. I'm usually a... Uh, a, a take the points type of guy, especially in a championship in an game, FCS spring like situation. Uh, but I, you know, South Dakota State, from what I've seen and what I've read, now, all being said, I, I haven't watched nearly as much as I thought I would. Me I, too. I, we just yeah, talked about that. I thought I was going to watch a ton, uh, and I'm thrilled for these universities. Uh, you know, th- this game's going to be on ABC on Sunday. Uh, the Spring day, football. The day after the draft, you had three games on ESPN. Last week, you had two games, you know, on uh, on main network. So it's it's great. It's great visibility for for these programs uh, with the spring football situation there. South Dakota State is uh, is deservedly both of these teams deservedly in the uh, championship game. Uh, but I'm gonna lay the points with South Dakota State. Um, you know, this is, has been a great year for them. They were the number one overall seed, and I think they get it done. I think it might be a little lower-scoring game, which makes me nervous laying the points. Uh, I would lean towards the under 47.5, but uh, I have made a play. I will lay the points without South Dakota State at 4.5. By the way, Lakers at Pels on Sunday. Just to oh, that's clean right. that up. Yeah, there we go. Listen, you're like the savant with all that stuff. I'm going to be texting you all day on Sunday. Like, well, who's seeding? I'll do this. All right, so you mentioned you're normally a take the points kind of guy. So am I. Yeah. That's where I. That's my sweet spot. I'm the king of the underdogs, Dan Leash. And I'll tell you this. <laughs> the you walk to- the dogs. Yeah, I walk, that's why I walk. they call you Dan there, Leash. See, I, there you go. I, I, I throw, tossed it right up to you. <laughs> so I'm taking that leash. Throw out the total, by the way. I hate the total. Not just the four and a half do I love it. Take the money line plus the 148, I believe, at DraftKings right now. It's all about my man, Eric Schmid. A 163.0 efficiency rating, 14 touchdowns through the air, 2,000 yards, five touchdowns on the ground, 278 yards. And like you, I have not watched nearly as much spring FCS as I thought I would. I was super excited. I was too. That they were going to, and, and then it just, there was, like you said, the draft, there was, you know, the NFL hangover. There was just too much going on. So, I, I don't know as much about both these teams as I normally would, but as you said, reading about South Dakota State, the pride, the, the pride of uh, Nate Walters, the former uh, basketball stud, Carson Wentz. I mean, listen, they're a great program. They are the one seed for a reason. They've dominated some teams this year, but I think there's value on Sam Houston State. They've had a tricky schedule at times, but really finished strong, played great in the playoffs, come back for them to get to the championship game. They also have a, a running back named Ramon Jefferson, who's got uh, a few touchdowns, but almost 500 yards, and they've kind of got a balanced attack there. He's averaging almost 100 yards a game. So I'm going with the upset, the Bearcats with a K, as you mentioned, oh, yeah. with a K, take the plus four and a half and the money line. It's bad you can't uh, parlay that together. That'd be great. But do it both. If I had to give you one play over the other, obviously take the plus four and a half because this could be a three, two-point, one-point walk-off type of game. Uh, but I love it. I, I love the FCS. I, I wish I had watched more, but this should be a lot of fun. And as you mentioned, being on ABC, mm-hmm. that's great for these kids. They, they had to wait all you know during the fall whenever all these other teams were canceling games 15 times a week, and this is their time to shine. And maybe we'll see a couple future uh, NFL stars out of this game. You never know. 
Yeah, I just think South Sam Houston State, uh, to me, now they played, I, I thought the score wasn't indicative of how well they played against North Dakota State. Uh, obviously, North Dakota State didn't have Trey Lance this year. Right. Lost to South Dakota State in the regular season. Um, but I think they, you know, they, they, they snuck past Monmouth in the first round. Um, they had that magical comeback against James Madison. Just feel like they've been playing with house money a little bit. So that's why you take them. Give me South Dakota State, uh, and uh, I'll call in on on Sunday on your show. And you got uh, a lot of things to call in about Rombauer, Midnight Bourbon. Yeah, we'll, we'll we'll get we'll get well acquainted on uh, on Sunday. I'll give you a shout, uh, especially if South Dakota State wins. If Sam Houston State wins. Uh, I, I might, you know, I might be busy. I might be busy. But if South Dakota State wins, I'll call. But by the way, you you mentioned some of the games that they they snuck by late in the year. But let's let's talk about what they did against number seven Nichols. You're forgetting the seventy-one to seventeen debacle uh, and demolishment back earlier in the season. So they've had some nice wins. They've scored in the forties and the thirties and the sixties and the seventies. And I think they could score enough points to at least keep up with your uh, Jack Rabbits and maybe win this one outright. All right. So we will see. We're differing on uh, on the FCS title. Uh, that game will be on Sunday. Uh, you, of course, just gave out your plethora of plays for the Preakness. You want to run those down real quick? Yeah, let's do it for the peeps out there. So it's Zach the Box with uh, Midnight Berman and Rombauer. I just, I, it's going to hit, man. It's going to pay a lot of money either way. A try with Midnight Berman on top. Rombauer concert tour in second concert tour Medina Spirit, which I even don't like putting in there, but I got to. And Rombauer in third, and then a fun super four. Oh, by the way, win bets on Midnight Bourbon and Rombauer as well, twelve to one, five to one, uh, and a little fun super for you. Midnight Bourbon Rombauer on top concert tour Medina Spirit Rombauer Midnight Bourbon in second concert tour Midnight Spirit uh, Medina Spirit Rombauer on. Uh, why do I keep forgetting Unbridled's name? Not un, not unbridled. unbridled honor. Yes, unbridled the honor. Yes, in uh, third, and then Rombauer, France, the Inna concert tour. Rombauer, uh, Rombauer, and unbridled uh, honor in fourth. And that should, if that hits in any way, shape, or form, you're you're gonna not have to spend a lot of money, and you're gonna get a nice return for a bunch of iced coffees for you, or for me, you know, some energy drinks. <laughs> Maybe a dollar twenty-five hot dog at the South Point, like I had a couple times today. Or uh, steak and eggs for five bucks at four in the morning. Uh, I did play a, a little bit on Midnight Bourbon over Medina Spirit here at Circle. I love that. And then uh, you know, just for for you, man, Dan Leash walking the dogs. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna take Rombauer thirteen to one here at Circa. So, I love that it's up to thirteen to one. So thirteen to love one. It. There, take it now because it's gonna go way down. Um, NHL playoffs start tomorrow. Uh, there's also a regular season game in Vancouver and Edmonton. That's so just weird. Thrown out so there. weird. Uh, but Boston and Washington. So after the Preakness, Boston, Washington, you'll be on the air. Uh, so that game tomorrow looks like uh, opened minus 110 both ways. And uh, here at Circa, Boston now a minus 127 favorite over the Caps. And uh, Boston is a minus 155 series favorite over the Capitals in that series. That's the only series that gets going tomorrow. That'll be after the Preakness, 7-15 Eastern, 4-15 Pacific. And then NBA slate tomorrow. Lakers back at it. They are a six-and-a-half point road favorite right now. We still don't know the status of LeBron James, whether or not he will play. I don't think he's going to. Yeah, it's, it's, I know inside info. I just don't think he's going to. And Dennis Schroeder has been cleared uh, from uh, COVID protocols, but once again, not sure if he's going to play 
on Saturday as well. So the Lakers laying six and a half. Indiana does have something to play for. Washington on their heels. Washington won today to clinch a playoff spot. The Wizards will be on the floor on Sunday to try uh, to sneak up and uh, take the nine seed from Indiana, which would mean they would host that play-in game. If we could go back uh, for a second here yep. to those Stanley Cup playoff series prices, yeah, we yeah. talked with Derek and his boys earlier. Yeah. I know Banksy was all about uh, you know the, the Bruins rocking your Capitals, but I, I wanted to see if there if, what you liked as far as a dog. There's going to be upsets. There always is, and there's some some nice prices. I mean, I think the Avs are going to win easy against St. Louis, but there's something jumping out to me with the Hurricanes, who are definitely worthy of being a one seed. But the Preds, who can score some goals, and at times the unbalanced, but plus 196 in their 4-1 matchup against Carolina. I, I'm leaning to that as my upset of the of the first round as far as value goes. I know it's not you know uh, the the sexiest of plays and the, the greatest you know of value, but I, I just I, I like the Predators in that spot in that that series against a team in, in Carolina who I don't think is dominated as much as some think they have. Yeah, I mean I. As most people who have watched this show, I'm not the biggest hockey better, uh, but I was talking to someone uh, behind a counter here in town uh, who sets odds, uh, and he said that he could see Carolina being in the Stanley Cup final against Colorado. Really? Yeah, but now said, I don't feel as good about my Carolina's playing play. really, really good. But once, yeah, I mean that that's the beauty of the Stanley Cup playoffs. Just think everybody's on Carolina. They're not as good as, as some think they are. And I like the two to one on the Preds. I'll, I'll, I'll follow Banksy. I'll take uh, I'll take the Panthers. I think that's suspiciously low, plus one forty uh, as uh, as a favorite to uh, as a dog. Excuse me, against the Lightning. Everyone's going to see the Lightning, the defending champs. You got some injury concerns. And the, the Panthers in that series. All right, that's going to do it. Uh, thanks to everyone that joined us. Derek Stevens, Banksy, and Big Balls, Chris Andrews, Adam Hill, Aaron Oster, everyone behind the scenes. Dan Leach is a great dude. Also, Dan Leach is a good dude, too. Dan Leach, at Dan Leach 971 Check him out on Saturday and Sunday. I'm Tim Murray. This has been the Nightcap on VEASAN. <laughs> 